Welcome to David's Speaks. What's up, everyone? This is David Speaks. Um, today, we're going to be talking about the curse of perfection. What does that mean? What does this mean? The curse of perfection. What does it mean? So, um, it's actually really interesting how even after several thousand years or about a thousand and a half years of existence and even after, you know, church and state have been separated and, you know, you know, belief in Christianity is not necessarily required and things like this, it's still very interesting how even considering this, the ideas of perfection, at least in the you know, at least in the West is very much based on the Christian ideas uh, of Jesus and, and things like this. It's very interesting. Uh, it's one of the reasons why culture and language is such a limitation. Um, because most of what you understand to be perfect perfection is based on our culture, based on our the religion that most people if not grew up with and grew up with in the past uh, and so had to deal with in the time frame that they dealt with it. <clears throat> um, and so because because of this religion of Christianity and all of these ideas that existed are there are things that are considered to be perfect and and some of this has to do with societies today as to now not just Christianity but much much of it has to do with Christianity itself um, you know the, the perfection of being loving being a nice person um, the perfection of certain moral systems and things like this. And while I don't completely disagree with all of the the ideas of being loving and, and things like this, it's when it becomes um a means to an end uh, to become perfect that it becomes a problem um, so I'll try and explain what I'm talking about here so 
Um, so take for instance the, the understanding, you know that. So take the, think of it this way, right? It's one thing to strive for these things. You know, saying I want to be more loving, more respectful, more whatever. But then there's another thing to, when you don't become these things, to then go, oh no, I wasn't this thing. It's the end of the world. I'm, I'm doomed. I'm not perfect. I'm evil. I'm bad. All this stuff. Um, and this is why perfection doesn't work. Because what it does is it actually makes it harder to actually fix these problems. And it creates what's called the shadow. This is basically, I would almost guarantee that this is 99% of the shadow, if not more. Um, and if you are not aware of this, you're going to think it's your fault. You're going to think it's, you know, you're going to think that you're bad or something. But in reality, what it is actually is that your worldview has been, has been questioned. Oh, not question, sorry. Your worldview has been contradicted by your actions. Um, this is why I'm more for being very specific with what I'm talking about, which, which is why I make episodes like this, to help you to become more specific about what's actually happening. Um... And one of the reasons is because of this. This idea of perfection that exists. Um, and what it does to your psyche. So, what does it do to your psyche when you don't fit, don't meet these expectations that you had? What happens to your psyche? happens if you don't make your ideas of perfect what happens to you you get you get depressed you get angry try and hide it from yourself possibly um you try and chase this idea of perfection even harder Possibly, or you just try and ignore it, which doesn't work either. 
And this is why I say that perfection itself is a curse. It doesn't really do what you think it does. It actually makes it harder to grow as a person because you don't really have a true understanding of how to grow, how to become more loving, how to do these things. What you have are a bunch of morals and ideas about these things. Um, if you if you listen to my last episode about how how not having free will actually makes more sense, uh, you you may realize, you may understand this idea of mechanisms and how your mind has different mechanisms and the way it works. Um, and so thinking of things in terms of a mechanism that, that that is making this happen or the mechanism that is the thing happening itself and why it's happening um, understanding that mechanism rather than moralizing and saying oh no I'm bad for this Instead, you look at actual the actual mechanism. Why is this happening? Has nothing to do with bad. Has nothing to do with good. Has more to do with your um, desires. Um, so, I'm not saying to give up your your principles. I'm just warning you about this curse called perfection that for, for pretty much for the most part we can't live up to anyways um, you know so many people try and compare them so many people try and compare themselves to all these people oh I wish I could be more like Jesus I'm not like Jesus. I wish I could be more like the Buddha. I'm not like the Buddha. I wish I could be more like, you know, this person here. But I'm not. I'm not as pretty as her. I'm not as famous as her. I'm not as rich as he is. I'm not as popular as he is. I don't go on as many dates as he does. Poor me. I'm a victim. This is one of the curse. This is one of the causes for perfection. If not the biggest causes, in a sense. Because what morals are trying to do is live up to an ideal. Um, but the ideal itself, or the morals itself, doesn't really help you to live up to the ideal. It actually makes it harder to live. Um, so... Instead of trying to compare yourself to everybody else or to some mythical, well, I don't want to say mythical because some people might believe, but uh, some figure from the ancient past, some religious figure, um, you know, look at how you are today versus what you are were a couple of days ago, a couple of weeks ago, a couple of years ago, and see what is different. It's more about comparing yourself to who you were and who you want to be and not not to judge that person, not to judge what you are as bad, 
because like I said that doesn't really work it just limits understanding but to actually look at why you're you're not growing in in the ways in the ways that you want to grow much of this has to do with your judgments and the and in order for you to really do this, you have to sit there and contemplate, like, what am, what am I doing that's not working here? But in order to do that, you have to um, you have to basically give a statement of what you want to be. Do you want to be happier, healthier, peaceful, calm, more loving, things like this? And then you look at the things that are making this harder or more difficult. And instead of judging those things, you look at why they're happening, what the result is, you know, and seeing the consequences of these things and how they they might be messing with your life. There's a series from Actualized.org called The Nine Levels of Ego Development, uh, Parts 1, 2, and 3, that I think are really interesting because, you know, we have talked a little bit about spiral dynamics on this show, on a series, on this ep- podcast, and I'm going to be making more um, episodes to go, that go more in-depth about the spiral dynamics, but... Uh, this particular idea of the nine levels of ego development um, goes about explaining these things in a more personal uh, way versus like spiral dynamics, which is for the most part more cultural. Um, And so it's just looking at things from different ideas, from different uh, understandings. And I guess this is what discernment really is, is to, you have to sit there and you have to look and you have to say, oh, okay, so what do I want the most? Be more loving, be calmer, be happier, be peaceful, be, you know, whatever it is that you want to be. Just list a couple of things. And then you look at your life, you're looking at what's not working and why this isn't working and why this thing is happening. And maybe some ways of dealing with this, you know. Yes, and then put, maybe uh, looking for some ways of dealing with this problem. That way you're, you're going about this problem in a more concrete way and you're not just judging yourself like, Oh my God, I'm so bad. I did this. What am I going to do? Instead you go, okay, so I did that. That, You know, that might not have helped my growth or my personal development at all. Instead I'm going to try and figure out what went wrong here, why this you know, happened, what, you know, what actually happened, and how do I you know, overcome these problems.
Yeah, sorry about that, guys. I had a phone call earlier, and so it cut out on me, but at least I recorded it. Um, <clears throat> it's really all I wanted to say on the subject. Um, uh, I hope this helps you to understand yourself and your life and how these things kind of happen. I might get more in-depth with this in other episodes, but uh, so far that's what we have for now, so... Anyways, this is David Speaks, and I'll talk to you in the next episode. If you uh, want to leave me a message, you can do so. If you're a member of Anchor, you can leave me a voice message, or you can find me on Twitter, at Beyond Minds with Z. This is David Speaks, and I'll talk to you in the next one.